Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome to my podcast, Your Unconditioned Inner Magic by Kitty O'Brien. Oh, my goodness. What um, what a few days I've had. I've had a lot of stuff come up. A lot of stuff come up. And it's been really interesting, actually. Um, so when I interviewed um, Natalie... I really um I really had a lot of stuff come up. It was So so if you haven't listened to the podcast episode, I'll quickly give you a brief overview of it. Um I interviewed Natalie Curtis, who is a survivor ambassador for Women's Aid, and she um oh, I've really been looking forward to this. We've it was the second time um, so we had to rearrange it. So this was the second time um, we arranged a date. And I had it all in my head because this meant so much to me. It meant so much to me that I had, you know, um, peace and quiet. And I looked nice and I had my hair done and had my makeup done. And I just looked presentable. You know, I didn't want to look like a worn out mum. You know, I wanted to look like um, the next best version of myself. So, like, really stepping into that, you know, not looking like a business lady, but just looking presentable and professional. So, my little boy um, is, um, I've been told basically he, he, they suspect he has autism, so he's being assessed for it. He doesn't sleep that well. And he's never, he doesn't, he doesn't nap during the day, but he's at the childminder on this particular day and I don't know he was just worn out that particular day and he decided to nap for 90 minutes which is unheard of he never ever ever naps and not for that long so I thought oh he clearly needed his sleep he clearly needed his sleep and I thought like he was yawning away he looked shattered still so I thought he's he's gonna go to bed on time it'd be fine but in the back of my head, I thought, nah, you're dreaming. He's not going to go to bed on time. And I thought, I can't reschedule again. I really don't want to. Um, and I, I started getting the negative self-talk sort of creep in. So I pop, popped him down to bed. I got into bed with him because I normally do. We have cuddles and stuff and he falls to sleep. So we had the bath routine. Then we, you know, we read the stories, popped him to bed, looked shattered, was yawning away. And he was lying there and he was very jiggly like he normally is. And I thought, right, I've got, I put him down at six. And I thought it normally takes him a good 45 minutes to an hour to fall off to, to sleep. So I thought this is fine because we went down at six. That means he can wiggle away all he wants until, um, till seven. Okay. So, well, actually we, we started reading the stories at six quarter past six he was in bed and um I said he's got all this time to fall to sleep by seven that gives me an hour to whiz around make sure that stuff looks tidy and to do my makeup and just have a cup of tea you know um prepare what I'm gonna say that sort of thing and um I was lying there and he was wiggling away and I thought he's not gonna go to sleep is he and um wiggling away and I thought he's not gonna go to sleep and then I was like no 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 positive thinking positive thinking and um, my quarter, my alarm went off at quarter to seven. I thought he's he's not going to go to sleep, is he? And um, 
so I set it again to go off at quarter to eight. I thought, if worst comes to worst, I'll have 15 minutes just to chuck some eyeliner on and some mascara and a little bit of blush. And um, cut a long story short, alarm went off at quarter to eight and he was still awake, wide, wide awake. So I thought, oh my God. And I was battling away in my head, really fighting with myself going, you know, she might not feel comfortable having a child in the background. I said, I bet you anything he's going to be bouncing all over me. And, um, you know, I can't, I don't really show his face on social media. Um, that's something his, um, that that's something that I've had to agree to. Um, I don't actually agree with it, but I've had to agree to it. Um, so I was like, I can't do a video. And also he was in his pajamas and stuff. On this occasion, I wouldn't have done a video anyway. But I thought, um, I'm going to have to just have an audio. So that was plan one, gone down the drain to like have a video interview. It was just, just an audio one. And... Um, And um, and I was like, right, well, it's I can't really have a video one anyway because um, so I thought like I can't like I look a mess. I look an absolute mess. I've not had time to do my makeup. I've not had time to do anything that I wanted to do. I hadn't had a time to change my top because my child had snotted on me earlier on, and. And, um, you know, I just hadn't had time to do anything. And I felt like I looked like a complete and utter mess. And I looked, I think at this point, I was looking quite frazzled. I knew my hair was a mess as well. Um, I felt flushed in the face. I was just like, oh, so I can't. Was it, but the fact that I showed up in front of her looking like this really made me feel awful. I was like, oh, what's she going to think of me? You know, there was all this negative self-talk. And I bet she'd, look, she didn't notice half of it, but it was all in my head. It was all that, you know, I put expectations on myself. And I really, really, really just wanted it to look in a, and, and be a specific way. And um, I guess I just didn't want to show up as that frazzled mum. The mum who didn't get childcare. The mum whose child she couldn't get to sleep. The, the child is bouncing around in the background screaming when you're trying to have a serious conversation. The child who's pulling on you and tugging on you and you can't, you know, you're trying to engage with your child but also carry on the conversation like the interview. And I was just like, I just didn't want all of that because it was, it was stressful to talk about the abuse anyway. It was stressful to talk about the abuse and also it was, I was trying to multitask. I was quite, you know, trying to, be there for my child, but also spread the message and awareness and stuff. And, and it means so much to me. Like it means so much to me to, um, to share my experiences and to help people and to um, help them recognize what they've been through and to, to heal and stuff. And sorry, I'm getting messages through. I don't actually know if you can hear whenever I get a message through. Um, and it was just like, I was like, really? Just really? Like, really? And, and then I was just like, because this, this whole conversation, sorry if the editing on this is quite bad, by the way. Um, I 
guess many of you can tell I'm multitasking at the moment. Once again, multitasking, which is fine. Um, because this is this is something else. Like I, w- I was really um, having to accept, really. Um, like when I was doing this interview, like I am a single mum. And the only time I get to do stuff is when my child is asleep at night. And if he doesn't sleep, he's, he's, he doesn't sleep. Like, yeah. And that, and that, I really, I really just had to accept that. And I guess it's, I'm just, sometimes it's just very frustrating when, when you're trying to, to build something, um, and, and your child is, you know, I mean, he's two and a half. He is two and a half. And, you know, he. I love him to pieces. I love him so much. But I think it's the pressure. It's actually nothing to do with him. It's the pressures of being a single mum and trying to build and, and, and building. I'm not going to say trying to. I've built them. But building multiple sources of income and, and the juggle. And I've... In the past, I wouldn't have published an episode like this. I would have just, just it had to be perfect. The fact that I've paused it a few times and it probably doesn't flow that well, like I wouldn't have been able to deal with. I would have just, you know, everything had to be perfect. But then I'm having to accept that this is, this is my life and I'm just being my true authentic self. I'm not in a position, even if I tried actually, to... To have that perfect episode, you know, uh, there's like, well, how am I? My words aren't even coming out now. I just, yeah, they're not even coming out. Um, what am I trying to say? So I could plan to record this tonight, but there's no guarantee my child will sleep. So sometimes I just, I, I just have to push through it and keep going and and it can't be the way I want it to be. It's it, that that perfectionism. I've had to sort of really push through that because if I waited that there's no right time for anything like there's never the right time and I I could, like I can't wait anymore. Like I don't there's no point waiting anymore. If I waited for the perfect time to do something, it would never happen. But also with this interview, I was just, I was just kind of gutted. I was gutted. I I really wanted it to be in a specific way and I wanted it to be perfect. And, you know, I was so excited to have her on. And, oh, do you know, I mean, I, I, she's, I admire her so much. Like I admire Natalie so, so much. And um, I really look up to her. And her strength and everything she's been through and, and her sharing and stuff. And that perfectionism tried creeping back in again. And oh, I've just had to accept a lot of stuff. And a lot of stuff has come up this week. I've had lots of money things come up this week. Um, a lot of blockages that I, I thought I had moved through that I hadn't. That I have now definitely moved through. And I guess, <coughs> excuse me, that um, I guess, I guess COVID has changed a lot of stuff as well and my perception of things because one of the things I've always had very much ingrained in my conditioning is that kids and business don't mix. 
They just don't ever mix. And you can't be doing business stuff with your child there. But then I think about the olden days, well, the olden days, but people used to, uh, with cottage industries, people, you know, used to, I mean, even not as back as far as that, but people used to, um, you know, children used to come to work to learn the skills and the trades and stuff. Um, and this is all just me. I know this isn't actually something that, other people think about probably um but with covid as well like people working from home their kids were in the background and stuff and yes it's so hard to juggle and I'm sure many of you are sympathetic with me but uh, you know business and, and families they do mix they do mix and in my head they never mixed but now I'm realizing it and this is what the universe is teaching me but they really do mix and it's about adapting as well. Like you have to adapt, otherwise you can't survive. And I'm having to adapt in order to keep going. And also I've interviewed a lot of people. One of the ladies I interviewed, um, she does the subconscious parenting. And she, I mean, she's homeschooled. So her kids are always there, always there because um, she homeschools. So it's, you know, she's never going to get an opportunity when they're not there because they're at school because they are she schools them so for me it's not really anything that's it's just me you know it's not like there's this written rule that you kids shouldn't be heard in the background if you're doing something that's to do with the business like and I, with a lot of podcasts I'm sure that people do it when they're washing the dishes or you know doing stuff around the house as well or out on a walk walking the dog like whatever um so I think social media sometimes has um, a part to play. Like you, when you see other people do podcasts, you see this like soundproof room and you see these massive big microphones on the table and people wearing giant headphones and stuff. And there's cameras set up everywhere and it looks like it's done in a studio, which like it is essentially someone's studio in a house, I guess. <clears throat> And um, with me, it's just like, I'm just in my house. Like, I'm just, my my office is actually in my kitchen. I don't have a lot of space, but I've, again, improvised. I've I've made adjustments. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I've like, this is like the healing. This is like this struggling to come out and I keep clearing my throat. It's that, that energy that I feel like it's a little bit stuck. Um, but like the living room is also the playroom. Like, you know, it's just, I don't live in a massive big house. I will in the future, but at the moment I'm in a pit stop. Um, and yeah, it's just, I don't have my own little studio and things. And I guess I keep telling everyone, like my podcasts are very organic. And then I'm like, but I actually have to like it. So it's okay if my child's in the background, but I was just, I've really had a lot to work through this week. I've really, like self-reflection is really good. And if you're feeling triggered, ta-da! Like it said 15, 15 on my phone. I've been recording for 15 minutes, 15 seconds. And then I get a message just as I say, when you're feeling triggered. Um, it's really important to reflect on why you're being triggered. Why are you feeling that? What's annoying you? Like what, what's going on? And what I guess a lot of stuff is coming up for me because I'm working my way through the Freedom Era platform, which is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Harris, oh, okay. My child has just given me something and 
and he's been sucking on it so it's a little bit wet mmm delicious um, <laughs> sorry another random bit in there but the Freedom Era platform is phenomenal it's um, it teaches it, there's a, an affiliate marketing offer on there but also it you don't have to um, you don't have to to do the affiliate offer um, accept it or, or like take part in it but it teaches you as well how to set up your business or like um, if you are already if you already have a business like what to do like it's basically a business course it's absolutely phenomenal the stuff they've got on there the people that they you know that gives these master classes the webinars like it is absolutely phenomenal I've never known anything like it and it has like really blown my mind and I guess it's making me question everything that I do in business and it's really really helpful because I have had many businesses before in the past that have failed they have failed and I never really understood why and now doing this like working through the courses work like talking to the experts and actually really engaging with the content and and seeing how like um you can grow your following like organically and oh it's just it's just so phenomenal um if you're interested give me a shout and I will um I can um send you the links to the platform but it's just like before in the past um I taught myself how to crochet and I taught myself how to crochet because I was going through some really challenging times and my stress levels were through the roof and I know from knitting and and you know crafting and stuff that it can really help you process your emotions um and really help it's like a form of meditation almost but you're also problem solving as well it's just really really good and they're teaching knitting and crochet to like people in prisons and stuff and um youth centers and things like this because it it really 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 helps you regulate your emotions and calms you down and helps you process things it's phenomenal and you're going to make some really amazing stuff so I I'm very gifted in the sense that I can just pick up a craft and do it so I taught myself how to crochet and I started making toys and then everybody wanted to buy them so and the business was really successful like but then I had periods of having too many orders and I couldn't cope with it and then having none at all so it was that yo-yoing and I was just like oh my goodness and then um I was like how do I grow my following how do I advertise properly like I just really struggled I just really struggled with that sort of social media side of things as well and it was also trading your time for money and trading time for money never works. You're never going to make a lot of money quickly because you essentially run out of time. So this is also where with the freedom era, I'm learning about passive income. And it's another reason why like, I've, done my, I've done my book to help people, but it's also a form of passive income. And then in the future, the podcast, I guess, will get to a point where that is also passive income. So it's just really phenomenal because it's made me look back on some of my old conditioning and thought patterns and all of this and and what how I've approached things. And um, I like in my mind, when you when you set up a business, when you set up this business, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be photoshopped. Everything has to look so professional. And it's not really like I don't have studios. I don't have fancy cameras. I don't have anything like that. And also it takes the fun and joy out of it when where's that when that perfectionism comes in. And I suppose it's 
you feel like you can't compete with the big companies who have massive teams of advertisers and stuff like that. But then I also realized that a lot of companies don't survive the five-year mark. So companies tend to fail after five years. And um, you need... I guess you need money behind you to learn from your financial mistakes as well. Um, and oh, there's just so much involved. Honestly, there's so much involved. So with this affiliate offer, I mean, it's phenomenal because they've been around for over 50 years and they have um, a 100-year pl business plan. Like, it's really phenomenal. Um, and also, it's um, a high-ticket offer. So I'm just learning about the different stuff now and it's just it's just so helpful to learn about it's just so helpful honestly I could talk about it all day but this week I've really been going back sorry I done another iffy pause there um my child was just constantly calling me and smiling and waving at me and I was like I kept going over to him, but he didn't want anything he just wanted to say my name over and over and over again so this week, I've really, a lot of stuff has started to shift. And I know I was talking about the perfectionism. And that has really started to shift. And whenever I feel that need to be perfect, or I feel that need like it's not good enough, or, you know, it doesn't look like it's been done professionally. I've really had to just send a lot of love to that area. And work through why I think that and look back at some of my old habits or behaviors and conditioning. But this freedom platform is really, I think it stirred a lot of stuff inside that I, I didn't really think about before. And then having that interview with Natalie and it all going wrong, well, it didn't go wrong. The interview was, the interview was phenomenal. Um, and it, it was just, it couldn't have gone better. But at the same time, it, I felt like it all had, couldn't, I've gone right because my child was awake. He was dancing. He was singing. He was like, literally, like, like, on, like a high as a kite. Honestly, he's so much energy. He's like a hyperactivity, and um, and I was just like, it really made me, really made me question everything, and um, and a lot of blockages came up, and as I've been able to work through them. But yeah, sorry if this podcast episode is literally all over the place. I feel like um, I'm just sharing. Nothing's been scripted and I'm doing it with my child again, who is in the background. And that's absolutely fine. And this is this is the acceptance of it. Like it is absolutely fine. And I don't think anyone cares. But I'm so sometimes you get the. I think this happens to a lot of people. Their voices, they just argue with themselves in their brain or they've got that negative self-talk or they might have a few days of it and then it clears um, or they question everything that they're doing or they think that nothing's good enough that they're doing or they beat themselves up over little stuff. And I go through periods of like, I just, I, sometimes I just have a few days of that and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I'm really getting like before in the past, I wouldn't have really realized it and I wouldn't have really recognized it and it would have probably gone on, on longer than it needed to. But when I'm feeling like that, I just put on, um, you know, Bob Proctor, or I put something on YouTube and I just play it and it's uplifting and it's, um, you know, it's, oh, it's Napoleon Hill. It's, you know, it's Joseph Murphy. It's, it's all these people that I adore, um, you know, 
Nicola, Nicola Lisa, oh, <laughs> I can't even say her name now. Um, oh no, it's gone. Absolutely gone. I, I nearly had it, but my dyslexia, my dyslexia has now kicked in and I can't even get my words out. But I've just had a really challenging week this week where everything's come up and I've questioned everything. But then I suppose that is the beauty of doing these courses because you stretch and you grow and, you know, you do question yourself. And I suppose if you don't self-reflect and you don't question things that have gone on, especially around business, like you have to be like, there's so many different types and different models there's so many different ways to make money as well. And it's finding the way that suits you. And the only way you're going to find out the way that suits you, the only way that you're going to find out that's aligned with you, the only way you're going to find out like if it's, you know, if it's really what you want to do is by having these conversations with yourself. So yes, I'm going to leave it at that before I start seriously waffling. And um, yeah, we'll see what next week brings. Um, yes, we will see what next week brings. I've got some bits to plan and I will, yeah, I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, my beautiful souls. And I hope this resonates with you. And yeah, feel free to leave some comments or leave a little rating if you want. I love you lots, guys. Bye.